Welcome to Midwest Preppers, Episode 1. Uh, today we're going to kind of talk about, you know, what prepping is. Um, what are you preparing for? You know, is it hurricanes, tornadoes, civil unrest, you know, blizzards? Where I live, we get a lot of blizzards and tornadoes. Um, kind of where, where your mindset is, what your end goal is, like... Are you prepping for a Kiyotwaki or a work layoff and seasonal? That kind of thing. Um, what what do you have? What don't you have? I mean, when this whole COVID thing hit at the beginning of the year and everybody was rushing grocery stores, it kind of opened my eyes to what preps I had and what preps I didn't, especially when it comes to going and buying stuff. And not necessarily being able to. Um, so keep that in mind. Like, try to figure out what your weak, your weakest point is in your preps, and go from there. Uh, what skills have you acquired over time to make yourself a better prepper? Because it's not just about keeping a bunch of stuff hoarded. Like, there's other skills that go into it. Like, learning how to first aid or repair stuff so on and so forth um are you bugging out are you bugging in you know what's your plan i know what my plan is what my family's plan is what we've discussed that's something that people get overly obsessed with is this whole bugging out scenario like is there a reason you're bugging out or are you just bugging out to bug out to do it because that's what everybody talks about I mean, sometimes it's better to stay at home than it is to go running around in civil in a time of unrest. Now, the other thing is, is when it comes to being a prepper, who have you told? And do you trust those people? And are they part of your group? And everybody's got this magnificent idea that they're going to be this lone wolf and it's just going to be them and their family. Well, if you actually think about it, Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't built by one person. So it's going to take a group of people to survive something, no matter what it is. And not just people that are your friends, you know, yeah, you can have your friends there, but they have to be able to contribute to the group and the end goal of surviving. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, it's great that you got 25 friends, but when them 25 friends show up and expect you to feed them and they bring nothing, are you going to have the guts to tell them that they can't be there? And then at that point, they're going to look at you if they have family and say, well, I have children. You're supposed to be my friend. So you have to keep that in mind. Like of if something goes south, like can you trust the people that you've told what you, what your preps are? Because if not, you shouldn't be telling those people that. Because here's the other thing, if you tell people like that, that, that you're a prepper and they show up, then you have to have the, the basically the will to be a giant a-hole and tell them to leave. Because if not, they're going to expect you to take care of them. And that's not how you're going to survive. And the other thing I will tell you as a prepper is do not get hung up on the latest gadget and gizmo. 
Because there's 10 million of them. Everybody's trying to sell this new hot item. Well, take your prepping list. Make it very linear to what you need. Not what you want. Because there's a bunch of stuff people want. What do you need to survive? You need water. And you need food. And you need medicine. And then you need a way to defend yourself. Those are your four top things. The way I prioritize, water's number one, medical's number two, food's number three, and defense is number four. Now, you can take them and shuffle them around in any way you want, but if you can't, you can't go more than three days without water. And if you get an infection, you're going to die. So, those are my two top priorities is medical and water. Now, food, yes, food, you need food also, but... The other two kind of supersede the third one. Um, and defense, you don't have to have 50 million guns and 100 billion rounds of ammunition to defend yourself. There, you know, And the other thing about defending yourself is get training. Don't just say, oh, I, I can go out and shoot. Well, yeah, a lot of people can go out and shoot, but it's not the... Bad habits are passed on into, like, if you have bad habits, you're going to continue those bad habits in stressful situations. The one person that I listen a lot to on training, and I yet have been able to get there to do any, which is my fault, it's something I haven't prioritized, is James Yeager with Tactical Response. Of He, he has some of the best knowledge when it comes to training, in the country, I strongly suggesting listen, listening to him because he's going to give you good information when it comes to protecting yourself and your family. He's not in the business to just make money. He's in the business to make sure you can protect yourself and your family. So I highly recommend finding him. He has a YouTube channel. He has videos. He has movies that you can buy. He has training classes you can go to. I would definitely, you know, take the time and do some research into what he preaches and kind of go from there. Um, the other thing that I do, and I don't know if a lot of people do, is like my preps are based around not having modern conveniences. Like my preps are set up so if I don't have power, it's not going to affect me. I have other ways of sustaining myself without modern equipment i i talk to a lot of a lot of amish people because everybody's like oh it's the amish well here's the thing with the amish the amish have perfected prepping they are living prepping every day they grow their own food they you know take care of their own animals all that stuff without any modern vehicles or equipment or any of that. So, and they make all their food from scratch. They have vast knowledge in what prepping is. So if you can find an Amish group or family that will take time to talk to you, kind of pick their brain on how they do some things. It's very interesting because they do it without modern conveniences. And they have no problem surviving. So take that in consideration when you're prepping. Um, 
I mean, you can live without electricity. That was done for hundreds of thousands of years before the light bulb. So it's been it's doable. It's not necessarily the nicest way to live, but it's doable. It's not a huge problem. So, like, I try to keep my preps pretty much grid down because that way if the if the worst ever happens all my stuff's still going to work and I'm still going to be able to sustain my family so take that into consideration when you're doing it the other thing I do is I don't have a computer with all of my knowledge stashed away on it this is something that it took me some time to figure out but I've found it to be a good habit if I want to know something but I don't have the time to necessarily read it all that day, it, like preserving seeds, like if you don't want to try to memorize it and you have a computer with a printer, print the stuff off on how to do some of this stuff. And I have a binder that I've made with, with how-to stuff. That way, if a scenario comes up, yes, I try to practice everything, but it's a binder of knowledge. So... It can be read by anybody in my group and they can try to figure something out. They don't, you don't need one person to know something. There's the ability to go learn it themselves and then apply it. So try to, I, I try to make, it's, I call it my book of knowledge. And it's a black binder. It's, it's, it's my big black book. It's got all my secrets in it. So keep that in mind when you're prepping, like, it doesn't hurt to have how-to stuff. Books are fantastic pieces of knowledge. Medical books. I'm starting to build my medical book library as we speak. I'm not a physician. I've never claimed to be a physician. But if I have to try to be a physician, I want some sort of guidelines how to do it. And it's not, you know, even if you, like right now, get audiobooks. Listen to them. It, you may not pick it all up right away. But give yourself some advantages in some things, especially like first aid. There's no reason not to know general first aid. And the water thing, like there's, there's so many ways to purify water without having a well. Like everybody's like, Oh, I'm going to store up water. Well, let me tell you something where I live. I'm lucky. I have a close water source. Which is great for me. But water takes up the absolute most storage of anything you have. Water and sanitization, like toilet paper, paper towels, that kind of stuff, are your biggest storage space takers. So keep that in mind when you're, you're putting your preps together. Like, can you buy a filtration system if you have a water source close that you don't have to walk 10 miles a day to get to? I mean within reason that's close where you could get water that could be filtered and cleaned and boiled so you can have fresh water every day. That's the other mistake people make with water is they say, oh, I have this water filter system that will clean this water so it's drinkable. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. Yes, it will take a lot of pathogens out of it. I think the filters I have are down to 0.2 micron, but some of those viruses and stuff that's in that water still need to be boiled out. Don't make the mistake of running it through your filter system and then thinking you don't need to heat it up to kill the bacteria in it. 
because some of that stuff will make it through your filtration system. So just keep that in mind when you're, you're planning your water supply. Mine, I can get, the filters I have are good for filtering out like 3,000 gallons of water with all the filters I have. I'm still buying them slowly as I go. But keep that in mind that even after that water's filtered, like, because mine's in a bucket system, like I have two five-gallon buckets, ones with the filters in them, and then it, 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 it's a gravity feed. So once it gravity feeds into the other bucket, at that point, that water has to be taken out and be boiled. And then after it's boiled, then you can put it in some sort of dispensary for use. So keep that in mind. The other thing is bleach. Keep bleach on hand because you can put bleach in and kill it too. But that's, I'm not real big on that. But the one thing you can do with bleach is after it's a basic filtration, you don't have to run it through your water filters. You could run it through just a really good cloth filter. You just dump bleach in it and do a lot of sanitizing with it because it's going to kill the germs, you know, that kind of thing. So you don't have to have drinkable water to do some of your cleaning. You can, you can have fairly clean water and put bleach in it and have cleaning solutions. So keep that in mind. Um, that's the other thing. Cleanliness. Don't go buy bottles of liquid soap. Liquid soap and stuff like that is not storage friendly. Um, try to buy some bar soap to store. It, you, you'll be much happier. And the other thing is, like with your, with that kind of thing is, Eventually, you're going to route, so having some way of knowing maybe how to make some soap in the future might not be a terrible idea, but not necessary. So, uh, just keep in mind that prepping isn't done in a day. It's something that you plan out. And the other thing is, and I know some people do this, some people don't. I don't live my life where prepping's like the only thing I do. I still live my life day to day. I still go have fun. But like say when I go shopping, you know, prime example this weekend I went grocery shopping and I picked up a five, a five pound can of coffee and I picked up a 20 pound bag of rice. Well, you know, that was $15 that I just put away. Now, the next time I go shopping, I'll probably pick up something again. So just don't look at everything as like a problem of now, because if you look at it all together, you're never going to want to do it because it's just, it's an overwhelming task. So keep that in mind. Um, I know this is the first podcast and it's going to be your first, well, podcast, and it's kind of, I'm kind of all, all over the place, which is good, which is kind of the point. I'm going to try to do future episodes as certain topics and try to stick to that topic. So hopefully it works out that way. This is just kind of a trial run and hopefully it works out the way I like it to. Um, thank you for listening and have a great day.